Hi there, my name is Michael White. And my name is Anthea Morfetis. For those of you who don't know us, I am a public speaker and I also do one-on-one coaching. And myself, I'm an author and a mindset coach. We're here today to bring you guys our podcast, which we enjoy very much called Love and Relationship Conversations. Um, We've decided to partner up together to educate people on how to have a relationship with themselves, how to have a relationship with others and get the relationships that they deserve and desire. And how we go about doing that is creating content for you guys that you will enjoy. And we're completely passionate about what we're doing we love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why Love and Relationship podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy. Hi everyone this is Michael White and Anthea Morfitis here to talk about love and relationships, baby. So we're going to have a little bit of fun this morning. We're actually going to have a little bit of announcements quickly. Right after this live, we're actually going to do a final finale of why men and women can't be friends. And I'm going to be asking Anthea the questions. So after this live, you might want to tune into that one. Um, and then also... Next month or the month after, we're going to be diligently working on Patreon and doing an after hours with me and Anthea, where you're going to get a little more raw and grittier versions of certain topics, situations, PDFs, coaching, Zoom calls, whole nine yards. You know what I mean? Clubhouse. We're going to try to give you everything. Um, So with all that being said, we're going to talk about today's topic which is about unhealthy men, healthy men, unhealthy women, and unhealthy women. So what we're going to discuss here is how to look for the science, because I feel that in the dating market, nobody is being held accountable for the bad choices of people that they're picking. Um, And I feel that that's very problematic because you're not even paying attention to the signs. You know the signs are there, but you're blatantly ignoring them. So it's and like, that's the problem. and that's exactly. the problem, right? And that's the problem because you want to complain that the wolf bit you, but yet you were out in the forest playing where you shouldn't have been. But yet you're like, the wolf bit me. Well, why are you playing out in the forest where the wolf can bite you? So um, with that being said, I'm going to ask Anthea, In your definition, what is a healthy man versus an unhealthy man when we're looking at um, characteristics and principles? A healthy man will have your back. He'll look after you. He'll speak to you with pure respect. And I think that's the first thing. And first and foremost, he'll speak to you with respect. You will, you can feel the difference and he won't try and control you. He won't tell you who you can't, can and can't speak to. Um, but he could voice that, he could voice an opinion to say, well, 
you know, why are you spending so much time if it's a, let's say a male, let's say on a female side and then, um, and you're spending lots of time with a male, then that's not controlling. That's more voicing, well, why would you want to spend so much time with another male when I'm your man? Um, so that's, you know, it's healthy to have that communication. It's also healthy if somebody is taking care of you mentally and emotionally and backing up every all your decisions. So they're not trying to put you down in any way. If someone's putting you down in what you're saying, and that's unhealthy. But if you're speaking about, let's say you, um, you are thinking of starting a business and you said to your other half, oh, you know, I'm really thinking of starting a business. And he's turned around and said to you, what, you? You start a business. Are you crazy? That's unhealthy. But if he turned around and said to you, oh, well done, babe, like, anything I can help you with or any support you need, I'm there for you, that's healthy. So it's very much the language that people speak and the actions they take. So if somebody is speaking to you and they're speaking a language that sounds positive and sounds good, but then they're turning around and they're being physically abusive to you, then that's unhealthy. And I think so many of us do ignore these signs. Like I can tell you from experience, one of the things was like, I felt like I was walking on eggshells. So it was unpredictability is a very unhealthy thing. So I felt that I could be having a laugh, saying something, just talking away and I could say one thing and then bam, this anger would jump out. Like, and not just anger, like full on wanting to start an argument about nothing. That's unhealthy. And if you feel like you're walking on eggshells, then nobody should make you feel like that and I do believe that we take responsibility for how we feel but in those moments if you're feeling like that it's not that they're making you feel like that it's like they make they put in that energy out there that's bringing over to you a, a sense of fear a sense of insecurity sense of no it's not good it's not good so if you're trying to make decisions and someone's putting you down in your decisions unhealthy um if you're if you're doing your you know you've all got our own lives at the end of the day so you should be like in a relationship i believe it's very healthy for both of you to continue with your lives do what you're doing in your work in your work business side of things but when it comes down to the next subject we're going to speak about after being friends with other the opposite sex we'll talk speak about that later but that's not healthy if your man is going out and he's meeting up with different women and he's going out for dinner with lots of different women and he's giving you no attention whatsoever then that's not healthy either that's not really um that's not a partnership that's just being that's an there. open relationship at that point <laughs> yes an open relationship right open relationship yeah so you got like you know unpredictability one of them physical abuse you know oh, definitely boy. one of them it's you know if somebody's uh, even if they think that they're trying to stay as they're joking around and they hit you around the head let's say uh quite harshly and then go oh you know i'm only joking with you well that's not a joke to be fair no it's not no, no it's, then, it's not but people will take that and be like oh it was only like you know, someone just done something, uh, you know, it's, it depends. Like you could be play fighting and just squeezing each other and, and play fighting is a completely different thing to actually physically having somebody's face in anger or frustration and then just whacking you one. And that's different again. They push you like, you know, someone, a man opening the door for you is respect. If yeah, I agree with that. And taking I, I totally agree with that. 
and taking your jacket off. It's like go to sit down and someone takes your jacket, they put it on the chair for you. That's all like really, that's just taking care of someone being really nice. Um, and that's, you know, you want that at the end of the day. They say it's old fashioned or people don't do that anymore. Well, why? Why should your man not open the door for you? Why should he not let you out first? Why should he not hold your hand or, you know, you know, have that intimacy when you're out and about. Why? Well, I'm I'm going to ask a question, and I don't mean to cut you off, but it's more of a question of how she earned that. Yeah. Okay. That's and that's very true. So I suppose I'm speaking about when once you're in yeah. that relationship, but at the beginning of it, yeah, uh, a beginning. I suppose when you're just getting to know someone, it's definitely. I think at the beginning you don't. If you're going to show who you are and that's who you are and that's how you're going to continue to be, then do that from the beginning. But if you yeah. are going to just do that just to get that person on board with you and then you're going to turn into an absolute poop after, then don't do it, you know? Well, I think for a lot of people, you see, that's the problem is they don't vet people properly yes. on who they're going to date. So they'll date someone and everything's fine and dandy. And then they pull a Jekyll and a Hyde. Yes, so yes. Um, I will say from the man's point of view, an unhealthy woman is very combative, very argumentative. Um, you know, she's always challenging. You guys don't want that. Um, so I believe that when you're, especially when you're going on like a first date and you're getting to know someone, there's certain signs, telltale signs that... Um, that you can see that you're like, this is not a good fit for me. So I believe a healthy woman will, number one, she will always respect you, always. Because if a woman loves you or likes you, she will respect you. So I believe that like a healthy woman will respect you. Number two, she will support you in all your endeavors. Like anything you do, she knows that he's going to get it done. She's going to support She's not going to nip at your heels. Yeah. Um, number three, I would say a, a, a great quality of a healthy woman is she's very feminine um, because she can relax in that instead of being overly masculine. Because if she's overly masculine, now it's like you're dating a dude. Now you have like these two things clashing together. And again, I'm not judging anybody here, but when you're dealing with very um alpha or masculine women it's like you don't want to deal with that you don't want to deal with that energy because again you you feel like you're you're dating a guy um so it's just not something that most men want to deal with um when it comes to that and i believe that a healthy woman no matter what the consequence she'll ride or die for you which is very rare like she's like he's my guy he's it but an unhealthy woman will always keep her options open. And we see that because they'll be dating someone, they'll find a better option. And we can't hate people for doing this. Like people are going to do what they do, but they'll date someone and everything's good, but they'll keep their options open. Yeah. Like a Chad will come along and she'll be like, ooh, like Chad does a lot of things that like my boyfriend Mark doesn't do. Or, or whatever situation, even with like um, a girl, and they'll keep their options open. Um, and I believe that if someone's really into you and they're a healthy person, they want you. That's, yes. that's just my take on what a healthy woman is from what an unhealthy woman is. Because again, 
it all comes down to the foundation of healing. Has, has this person healed? Has they dealt with their trauma and pain? And most people have not. Like, yep. let's keep it 100. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with going to therapy. Um, you know what I mean? I've done it a few times myself. Um, there, it, it's, it's, it can be very refreshing to go to, th- but most people don't want to do it. So you have all these people in the marketplace, men and women that have a lot of trauma dating. If you have trauma and you're on health, you shouldn't be dating. Yeah. And I think with an unhealthy man is like, uh, through my own experiences, um, thinking that everybody telling you that everyone around you is jealous of you or is out for no good towards you that's trying to keep you away from your friends and family to say well that person is you know it's not good for you when you you know yourself who's good for you and who's not so if a man's trying to control you and he's trying to tell you um what you should say what you should do um who you should be with you know, what work you should be doing, that's really unhealthy. And a healthy man mm. should back up those commitments too. And he should be there with you too. So as much as you're committing to him, he's committing to you too. So you're working as a partnership. And I think that's what it comes down to. It's a bounce of yeah. partnership. Because otherwise you end up, if everything you say, there's an argument behind it, then then you start feeling like you're not, you can't speak what you want to speak because you want to keep the peace and you don't want to upset him. No, that's not not healthy. You want to be able to speak your truth at all times because this is always about getting to know us. Even you're going to get to know yourself before you enter a relationship. When you're in a relationship, you're going to get to know yourself within that relationship too. And getting to know you within the relationship has got to feel good. And I think that's, you know, you go by, I, I always go by things like I always feel, what does it feel like to be, to want to see this person? And it's not infatuation because if you're infatuated by someone or you're like, um, you're not in love with them, but you're lusting over them, that could be not the right You have thing a burning desire. You have a burning desire for them. Yeah, you have a burning desire for them. And then you, something, you know, you get into this relationship, but it, it was more the idea of it because actually his mm. now, yeah, it becomes the idea of something and not the actual thing of it. So if you're finding yourself looking around and you're spotting other people and you're thinking, oh, I like what he does, then that's not right for you either. You're in the wrong relationship, whether it's healthy or unhealthy, you're in the wrong relationship. I'm going to ask you a very question that a lot of people want to know the difference is. You said control. What is the difference between control and submitting? Ah, so control is when someone's literally trying to get you to do everything they want you to do. And anything you do that they don't like, they then become angry, frustrated, maybe like mentally abusive, maybe even physically abusive. Now, submitive is when you are you have a massive respect towards your man and he's got that respect towards you. And you're doing things because uh, because of your connection, because of the partnership you're, you're working. So you want to do certain things. And I think that's, again, it's a feeling difference. You feel yeah. different, right? Um, if somebody's saying to you, who are you talking to? Why are you talking to them? And then someone's saying to you, hey, babe, um, you know, that person had, I, I, I don't know, they've done something or did you, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example here, but 
Well, I'll help you out with that one. I, oh, I personally okay. believe that when you, when a, when a guy or a girl, or we'll use a girl because it'd be easier. When a girl really likes a guy and she respects him, and I mean full respect. on, he won't even make those requests about right. asking her not to hang around with other men. He won't even have to ask. Like, she's like, I want to have no traps and snares that are going to compromise my relationship. He won't even have to ask because she she's going to know her man. That's the thing. She knows that that type of behavior he doesn't agree with. So she's like, I ain't doing it. Yeah, because she knows that. You know that if you go and do that, then it is going to upset him. But if you've done it without knowing and then he's voiced that and you've spoken about it and it's a communication, not an anger, not no. a control a, a sit-down communication, hey, babe, listen, blah, 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 blah. And then you go, okay, you know what? No, I can see from your point of view. Then that's different to somebody. And it's not, you, There's, I think there's a really fine line with someone manipulating you as well. Um, so, But see, that's know, what's tricky because a lot of people see submission as a form of control. And it's and it's but it's not, is it? It's and I think you've got to be in it to I think you've got to be in that respectful relationship to know the difference. I think speaking of it is one thing, but actually living it is another thing. Uh, And I think it always comes back to knowing yourself, knowing your boundaries, knowing what's good for you and what's not, and actually learning people's if you learn your own behavior. And you know what you would do and what you wouldn't do, then that could be that's a brilliant reflection so you know what's not right. Because if you know you wouldn't do something like that, whatever it is, then you can then say, Well, I wouldn't do that and I wouldn't treat someone like that. So if somebody's doing that to you, then that's not healthy because it's you you know, you feel it. You You've got to go by your instincts and you've got to listen to who what your inner is saying to you. You've got to listen to yourself. And you've and, and so many people just go, oh, you know, but he just done it then, or it was just mm-hmm. it, it won't happen again. No, but submission is completely different in, like Michael said, in a respectful way. It's and free will. Know, it's yeah. it's free will, but yes. it's done. This is this is the issue that I always have, and I'm glad that we're having this conversation. Women or met or women, more on the sense, submitting to bad men. Like, 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 legit. I'm like, why would you submit to this guy that that's that's giving you nothing in the middle, no commitment, but you're super submitted? Yeah, like it doesn't make sense. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, especially when you're in the dating pool and you're getting to like know people. Don't submit right away, but that's the thing. Women are always led with their emotions, but you have to fact check the guy. You have to fact check. Same thing with guys. I tell them, fact check the girls you're going out with because the thing is, you don't want to go out with this chick as a gentleman and then realize that she is a a hide, like Jekyll and Hyde. Like you don't want to have to deal with that. You know what I mean? The world is tough enough as it is having to deal with somebody that's emotionally unstable or like doesn't have their, I can't manage their emotions or is like overly emotional for, for me, I'm not calling it a red flag, but I'm going to say that person's unhealthy because I'm like having trying to have any form of conversation with you is going to be pointless 
because you don't know how to have certain conversations with taking your emotions out of them. And it's the reactions, isn't it? Because too many people just react. But once you yeah. get to know yourself, you can take that moment and think about it before you react. And I think this all comes back down to knowing who you are before you go into a relationship. And, and be able, like Michael said, get to take the time to get to know that person. And look, look, I think I've said it before, you know, it takes us all many years to get to know who we are through our experiences, yeah. through our life. So you're not going to get to know someone over a night or two nights. It's just not no. going to happen. You take that time. You have those conversations. You get to know. And don't let people pull the wool over your eyes because I've had it done to me where I've had them say all the things I wanted to hear. And then once I'm with them, not been in a space of not quite knowing myself yet and once I'm with them and I've actually moved forward and said okay let me give this a try let me let me work towards this they flipped completely and it's like whoa that's not what you you didn't betray that at the beginning you didn't say this at the beginning you told me this 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 and now you're portraying and you're showing me this um then that's not healthy for me because that makes then I was questioning myself saying um did he say it? Did Am I imagining things? And I thought, no, 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 no. Hang on a sec. I know what I heard. I know what was being said. And then they, they get the, 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 the manipulation part where it's, well, no, it's your fault. It's you. No, actually, everyone's got to take responsibility for themselves. Like Michael said at the beginning, if you're going into the forest where there's a wolf and you get bitten, what are you doing there in the first place? But if you did go there and you didn't know the wolf was there and you got bitten, why did you keep going back? to get bitten again and again. I'm all about accountability at the end of the yeah. day, right? And I, I think in a lot of situations, a lot of people will just go back to terrible situations because you also have to understand some people, that's all they know. Yeah, That's all they know. So they'll trade one unhealthy person for, for another. Un another unhealthy person. And exactly. And that's why I believe it all stems from you. If you can be in the healthiest place yourself, then you'll pick yes. healthier partners. That's, that's, that's me. Like we could sit here and say, well, this is what an unhealthy man is. This is what an unhealthy woman is. We, we've given you the baseline, but I think more than anything is if you're, if you heal yourself, you'll start to date healed people. Yes. And if you're, you know, you know what, I've had situations where I've said to where I feel like I've really come to a place and I've understood myself and I'm really healed. And then something triggers me. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't continue in my relationship it means I take that time out for me. Mm -hmm. Once I've understood what's triggered me, rather than, um, rather than responding in that moment to my partner, take myself away, give me a minute. I just need to go and find myself for a minute and I'll come back again because reaction. Well, what would be a trigger? What would be a trigger for you? Um, you know like in the past, like what was a in trigger the in the past? Um, let's think of something that's triggered me. Um, oh dear. There's a blank. Well, maybe um, it's something someone said that you were like, Oh, like, and then it just brought up all this uncomfortableness. Well, I think a trigger for me before was someone having to trying to find out about my exes. And I feel mm. like I don't need to know about my exes. I'm not there anymore. And I find 
you know, I found that I stopped speaking about ex-partners because when I did ex um, explain experiences, I found that that was a that was a thing for them to take this ammunition, start loading up their gun, and then when something mm. when something kicked off, an argument was taking place. Um, they were there with their gun, brrr, used, and and it was like, whoa! I told you that I was being vulnerable at the time and opened up to you. So they so, use vulnerability against you would be a trigger. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Um, see, I think in a lot of cases, you also have to under, like this is where people have to understand that if you're going to bring someone into your life, you need to know where they've been. And what I mean by that is, I this is just me. I think it's totally to ask, okay, to ask about ex-boyfriends, what their experience was. You don't need all the details, but what their experience was, because then you can see how she's grown from that situation. Because in a lot of situations, let's be honest, most people don't get over their exes. So at least being able to address the situation and ask about an ex or exes, hmm. you could see if there's any lingering feelings you could see if it ended like peacefully. Did it mm. end badly? You can ask the question, well, what did you learn from this? How did you grow from this? Like, because that's what you're looking for is, is that level of understanding. Now, in a situation, what Anthea explained, that's unhealthy. You should never, ever be using um, ammunition to pick at someone's vulnerability because the thing is, being vulnerable is hard enough. Yeah. But when you have someone loading up a gun and, and a situation arises, and then they're like, okay, I'm going to use this. I'm going to use that. Then that's terrible. That yeah. is very terrible. But I think in a lot of times, we're always going to get triggered. But it depends on how we deal with our triggers. It's that reaction to it, yeah. And I it's, think it's how you deal. Are you going to yeah. get angry? Are you going to get upset? Are you going to... How are you dealing with it? Because how you deal with them shows the level of maturity. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it shows shows about yourself. And like, I know I've had, you know, you in general where something has happened and, and I think, oh, I felt, you know, I didn't, that didn't feel good. And I have to ask myself, but I question myself and I go deep into myself and I've, I find out in myself, what was it that sent that that way? What What made me feel like that? And I think, like you rightfully said, you're very right. If you're going to meet somebody, um, I just not definitely don't speak about relationships on the first night because no, uh, no, you you hear it and then <laughs> like he's like, no, don't do that. Mm. Um, but it's so true. Don't speak about it on the first night. It's once you get into that place, and then somebody says to you, you know, what is there? And what happened? And it's definitely not for anybody to put the other person down, even if it was bad experiences. It's not to say, oh, they were this and they were that. No, because you stayed there. So, you know, you look like, yeah. well, why would why did you stay there if that's what it was? So you're saying anyone can treat you like that and you just stick around? That's what, that's what you're saying. And I will add on to this. is not on the first date, guys and girls. You're not going to talk about... No, like if I'm with a girl and she's talking about like her ex-boyfriend, Chad, like I'll be like, then you better call Chad yes. because I'm not, uh, I'm not sticking around to hear about Chad. Like, but over time, if like, let's say we've gone on a few dates and I've verified that this is a good catch, right? And I tell her, hey, look, we've been out on XYZ dates. It's been going on for XYZ months. I think it's time for us to get 
a little more serious and take it to the next level. But before we do that, I need to know what your history with your ex-boyfriends is. And then I can ask the tough questions because in the beginning, and I'm going to tell ladies this and they don't probably not going to like this. Men just want to have a good time. I'm not talking bedroom fun, but they want to have a good time. They want to be able to go out with you, travel with you, play sports, play pool, drink, whatever. Have a good time. It's a partnership, they, isn't it? Yeah. They, at the beginning on the first date, we want to have a good time. We want to have great conversation. We want to have great energy. flow. Like We want to have a good time. We don't want to have to worry about all those other things until we've verified that it's worth even asking those questions because that's the thing. Let's say you go out and you're not having the greatest time. Why am I going to want to see you again? Mm. Not. So then I never have to ask those questions. But if it's a consistent of we're having a great time, the energy is always great. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? She's reciprocative. She's feminine. She's fit, fun, and friendly. Yo, we're having a good time. And why not? You want to go forward with that person, right? Exactly. And then based off of that, through vetting her, because that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm not going to be testing her, but I'm going to be vetting her to see if she's a good fit for my life. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. You know, like I think we've said before, if one wants five children and the other one doesn't want children at all, then why would you even bother going on a date? And well, when you've, once you've established that on the first date, why would you go and see that person again? No, I wouldn't. I would tell them the truth. I'd be like, I have a great time with you, but we want different things. Like, you want five kids and I want one. Like, we're never going to compromise on this. Never going to compromise. But that is that vetting process. That is that process of getting to know what's in the box. Absolutely. And I think it's the same for a woman. If you've got a man who's moaning at you all the time and who expecting the worst, who their their neg- their talk is very negative and it's um, everything is being, oh, this isn't going to work out or why would you do that or that's so stupid or that kind of language. It's like, why would I want to be with someone who speaks like that? I want to be with somebody who has got a very positive outlook on life, who wants to travel, who wants to build businesses, who wants to be happy in themselves and who wants to get to know themselves and bounce off of me and I bounce off of them. Now, if you're not bouncing off of each other and you're not feeling that connection between each other and there's no respect, then move on and get to know yourself first before you get to the next relationship because you end up going around. It's the same. It's just a different face, but it's the same outcomes. And that's all that happens. See, I love that you said that. Because again, I will say this, and I will say it very politely and gently, I'm not an emotional baggage handler. If you have like stuff that you haven't dealt with, like trauma from an ex-boyfriend, and it's not to be rude or crass, I'm just saying if there's things that have happened in your life, bad boyfriend, any type of trauma, you need to go deal with that first before we even enter into a partnership. Whatever you have going on there is going to bleed into what we have. Yes, absolutely. And it so does. And that's the same thing for men. Like if there's stuff that you haven't dealt with, go deal with that and then come back and enter into the dating pool. Because that's the thing. You have too many people that are expecting the people that they're interested in, like, love, whatever, to handle and carry their baggage. Now, I didn't enter a relationship to do that. You know what I mean? I don't mind if I'm the rock. It's my job as the man to be the rock. But like, 
if we're talking about like stuff from like long time ago that you've never dealt with, it's like, whoa, like you need to go figure that out. Because if you think about it, why do why would any human need to take that on? You wasn't born with each other. You don't come, you're not, you know, you've got this journey and we all have choices. So when you've got somebody who's bringing that baggage into your life and trying to say, what, hey, it's all there, bam, I'm going to give you all of this. You're going, well, I didn't, that's not what I asked for. So why no. would you want to, nobody wants to take that on. And it's a shame that so many people don't just jump into relationships and bring all that crap with yep. them. Like, leave it behind. Like, honestly. It's yeah. deal with it. It's deal, deal with, with it. it. It's not even yeah, leave it, yeah. it's deal with it. Sorry, yeah, you're very right. It's deal with it. And there is so many processes you can go through to deal with this stuff. There's so much you can do. And if you take those few months out for yourself and you deal with these issues that you've got inside you, because we all have issues. We've yeah. all lived life. We've all had experiences. Nobody's going to come clean cut, never yeah. had experienced anything. However, you can come to, at that place where you've dealt with all your emotional trauma, your mental trauma, you've really dealt with it. You've come to that place of peace within yourself and you feel free in your spirit in you and when you feel that in yourself then go and meet somebody because i agree with that i i do because especially if like you have like massive insecurities and you haven't dealt with those yeah. and you're bringing that into a relationship yeah. look guy yeah. or girl it's a turn off it's a turn, it is a turn off because. when like you are not like you have all these insecurities and then you're just expecting the person to deal with them. Yeah. And someone's looking at your phone or what you're doing, sending a message and they're feeling really insecure about who you messaging. And you know, that's, well, that's like a different situation. Are we on a date or like, again, we would have to put it in the context. Well, I think with like insecure, there's so many different things in insecurities, isn't there? So like if somebody is constantly questioning what you're doing on your phone, then that's not healthy because, you know- Yeah, you would, I agree with you. I think if you're in a respectful relationship, you would like, okay, look, I've got children. So around my kids, okay. if, I'm, if I'm about to pick up my phone um, and they're standing around me and they say, oh, mom, who are you talking to? Um, we have so much respect. So I'll just say, oh, I'm speaking to, I don't know, your nan or I'm speaking to yeah. whoever I'm speaking to. I would naturally say it. But if they were there every time I was talking and they're going, mom, Mum, who are you talking to? Like, why did you just say that? Or what are you doing? Or why did you just respond? Or And they were, I would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Now you're disrespecting my space. Because you're, you don't need to do that. You don't need to be on top of somebody. You'd naturally, no. just, say, you'd naturally just say something. But I think we always have to put it into context. Because the thing is, if you're out on a date, that's yeah, that is rude. Yeah, that is rude. If you're on your phone, it's like, well, you know, if you wanna, if you wanna talk to Derek, if you then go talk Derek, I can leave. Like, because again, it it all comes down to context. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like texting on a date, rude, a hundred percent. But I don't want to ever have to hover over my girl to want to make sure, like, who she texting. Yeah, you don't know you don't need to. It's too much. So um, with that being said, guys, um, we're going to wrap this one up.
We're going to get ready to do our next one in like five, 10 minutes. And uh, we're really looking forward to covering the next subject. And again, thank you for having us on your television, wherever you're watching us. And uh, we're going to speak to you guys real, real soon. All right. Listen, thank you so much, everybody. It's an absolute pleasure. And uh, yeah, we love doing this. So it's been a great, a great conversation to have. Take care, guys. See you later.